What is good, everyone, and welcome back to the Nostalgia for Soldier podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's up, man? Not much, man. Uh, you know, chilling. Uh, first time back in what, like two, two weeks, two, three, two, three weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Uh, it's been a minute. Uh, I don't even know what to call this episode. We could call it the recap episode again, but we already did that. We might call it like, the vacation episode. It's a chiller. <laughs> call it the vac- It's a chiller. Yeah, it's a little more, more chill episode. We didn't really haven't really done that much. We've been kind of relaxing, taking some time off, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, enjoying ourselves a little bit. Speaking of, you know, enjoying ourselves, the both of us took an impromptu trip to. To Disney, yeah. uh, with both of us being in Florida, it's a lot easier for us to uh, make those kinds of trips. And I kind of moved some stuff around in my schedule to kind of get along with Zoe and some of his friends to do that. So uh, I finally got the experience of a full Disney adult, um, which I don't even know what to say about that. Let's not, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Let's not say full because I'm not out here crying and protesting and 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 trying to live at uh where did have you seen that curtis connor video yes where people what's what's it called golden golden oaks yeah it's like the disney themed like Uh, yeah residential like I'm i'm not trying to live there but i do like the parks and i told taylor beforehand i've been planning this trip for a while and then i was like oh shit wait taylor lives in florida why not invite him and i told him beforehand as a joke kind of i was like this is not gonna be relaxing this is not a vacation yeah. this is yeah a trip <laughs> yeah i was like i was like guys we have a good time you know we're gonna you know have a good time relax and spend some good time he's like no this is not what we're doing this is not a relaxing trip it's like we're going to disney what do you mean he goes you'll see <laughs> we we had something to do we were there for Four days, and we did something every day. Um, Dog, I was tired. I was so tired. I mean, shit, so was I, but I get used to I, I, I'm used to it. I've been doing this since I was like four. Crazy. Um, I, It was fun, man. Epcot is always fun. For those of you listening who know about virtual queues and how hard they are to get, we got the virtual queue, a boarding pass for Guardians of the Galaxy, the new Guardians roller coaster, the second day it was open. That's so fire, bro. That I, I don't know how me and, and our friend Judy did it. We woke up at 6 a.m., waited till 7 to get it. I remember when Star Wars opened, the first time I went to Hollywood Studios, the two times that they, that they drop virtual queue passes we couldn't get it so like for real it took me like it took me like almost a year to ride the star wars ride which is insane that's crazy and that's crazy getting this guardians pass the second day it's open is insane luck and that i mean that uh, ride is dude that ride was phenomenal dude oh my god dude, <laughs> that ride was crazy i don't understand the the shit that that the Imagineers come up with, again for those of you that don't know, roller coaster in the dark, kind of like Space Mountain, cool right, bro. The cars turn to show you shit, and the the fucking ride launches backwards. You're looking at yeah. something, 
and it explodes and you launch backwards. It's insane. It yeah, was, it was so, super cool. It was cool. And it was like super fast. Like, um, and then they, they, it always gives you like something to look at. Like, you know, with, with me, like I'm not a big roller coasters guy, but I mean, with that, it was just super fun because you're just kind of weaving through and going around. You see this big giant like globe thing that you see in the center where you're like basically running in a circle around. You're doing a bunch of crazy shit. And it's, it, it was super dope. And then like obviously they're going to play with it being Guardians, they're going to play like the 80s music. old 80s, 80s music and stuff. So it was such a super dope uh, experience. I think, okay, the virtual cues, I think it's crazy how they have to do that. But I think it's necessary because of s- stuff like when, like remember when Avatar came out, mm-hmm. like that first ride came out and how like the lines were like ridiculously mm-hmm. long. That, I think that's why they had to do it. But at the same time too, like that, the virtual cues in itself, they have to find an easier way to do that because like people are like people open the virtual queue and they're and they're missing out because they all get filled up. I think that one lady on the train was like, "Yeah, like did you hear they got filled up in two point five seconds?" Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. The thing huh? is, that's not that's not even like Disney's fault. That's how many people try to. Dude, we we ran into. A friend that I went to high school with and his brother tried to get it in front of us and couldn't get it remember yeah yeah it's like it's like that's how many people and dude for that for it to get filled up in point whatever seconds the park wasn't even that packed no it wasn't people were only just doing the virtual the people were going to the park just for that ride that's really what it was and a lot of people, I, I spoke to one guy because he overheard me talking to Sevi about it. And he asked me, uh-huh. oh, how was it? I was like, oh, sick, this and that, blah, blah. He told me, he was like, oh, we couldn't get the virtual queue. So I just paid for a Genie Plus because that's what I came for the park to do. <laughs> that's crazy. Which and is, I know Genie Plus is not, it, it, not cheap. <laughs> I don't know. Did I rant about this last time? Uh, you, uh, for, I know, like, you talk about how you don't like the Disney CEO, but... Oh, my God. Bob Paycheck. Yeah. Fucking Genie <laughs> Plus. They took... for Okay, again, Fast Pass. Fast Pass became a colloquialism for anything. Disney came up yeah. with the word Fast Pass. And now they use that for literally anything. They took away Fast Passes, and they there's this new thing called Genie Plus, where you got to pay $15 for it. $15 and you can basically have a fast pass for any ride that's included. But for the bigger rides, that's like an extra 15 to $20 per person. Per person. Oh my God. Oh my God. And, and that guy, obviously it's the, the new e-ticket roller coaster. E-ticket means like big time ride. Yeah. Uh, so he paid 15 bucks to get the app plus 20 for his whole family because he was like this is what i came to do oh my god dude oh my god 15 dollars per person for that and on top of the ticket you already paid for because i was even telling you like the tickets for epcot were so fucking expensive when i was buying the tickets like 150 almost 160 dollars bro only Uh, for one day yeah because memorial day memorial day weekend yeah, more than weekend. That makes sense. They, they always try to rope you in. Again, listen, 
big fan of the parks. Love what the Imagineers do. Don't love what the what the executives do. Um, they always show you um, tickets starting at one hundred and nine dollars, which is pretty good, I would say. Like a few years ago, only like Magic Kingdom was like one hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, for the music park, for an amusement park of that stature with Disney, like $109 is like... And then, and then you go pick a date, and when your date is on Memorial Day weekend, and two of the four parks are full, they're like, oh, we gotta bump this shit up. Yeah. It's like, bro, I... But, okay, regardless of that, like the... Yeah, so I, I think them indu- introducing virtual queues, like, makes sense. It's also fucking crazy how many people are in it at one time. Because I remember, like, the last time I went to Disney, that wasn't my birthday last year. I'm talking about like, the last, last time. When you went to my folks Animal Kingdom. A- Animal Kingdom, right? Which was a fun experience. But we were sitting in the Avatar line for a good, like, two hours. But part of that was, one, the line was fucking long as hell. But also... Because like obviously with the with each ride, Disney wants to give you like the ambiance and the setting mm-hmm. for each ride, which makes sense. Because you want to like feel like you're going into that world. You want to be immersed in that world. The, the same thing with Guardians. How like the line is fucking crazy because you're walking through these hallways and stuff. You're not even getting to the actual ride yet. Yeah. The Avatar thing. It takes so long to get into the actual ride. I think you got to go through like the. The military part, and then you gotta walk into. I don't even know, remember the name. It's been so long, but you gotta go. You go through like the military base, then you get into like this other part, and then you get to like the scientific lab where you see one of the avatars like laying yeah. in a tube, and then like you gotta walk another like, hundred feet, two hundred feet, just to get to the line where you can get in the part to get to the ride. And then, and like then they the split you up section. into like five lines split, because there's five different dog. viewing areas. Like, Right. The ride itself is cool. It just yeah. takes you so long. It, um, I think <laughs> Disney theorist cap on that was the last big ride that didn't open with a virtual queue. And I think they they made the line long on purpose because they were like, okay, a lot of people are going to line up for this. So we need to make this line long so people aren't waiting in the hot sun. That's what I'm saying. And then they came up with the virtual queue and they kind of – I mean, it kind of changed the game because if if we didn't get that virtual queue, we couldn't – I don't think we could have done as many rides as we did. We did every single ride True. except for the ball because it broke. <laughs> Oh, it did? Yeah, that's why we didn't that. do it. Crazy. We stayed there. Dude, we were there for 11 hours. Dog, we were there for so long, bro. Why Why, why do people do this? Like, I, like, you're there. You ride a few rides. You know, you have a good time. You stay there for maybe half the day and then leave. We were there The we were there from the, like, maybe, like, an, a couple hours after it opened until it closed. And I'm like, bro, Listen, I want to go home. You know me. <laughs> When we went for your birthday, I was the one, the one Disney person in the group, I was the one that was like, I'm tired. We should leave. I mean, when we went to, when we did uh, Mission Space, Mission Mission Space, like after we got off Mission Space, first off, okay, just talk about Mission Space real quick. The fact that Sevi, honestly, like me and you had like PTSD flashbacks 
from the last time we went to Disney because when Sevy and <laughs> Danny were talking like, oh, let's go on Mission Space, me and you were like, no. No, man. <laughs> Absolutely not. It, it, it threw everyone oh, in our group for a loop. Doc, everybody got sick. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, got, like, I just remember we got off Mission Space. We walk. And the thing is, I told, I told Peyton, Tarek, and Miles, who felt it the worst, I told them, listen, this ride fucks people up. If you are motion yeah. sick, do not get on it. There's a chicken door. You can just wait for us at the end. And they right. go, nah, it's fine. It's fine. <sighs> Bro, me, me, Dominique, and Peyton got off the ride. Because like, all three of us got on the ride at the same time. Me, Payton, Dominique off the ride. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, we sat, we all sat down. And we looked at each other. And we were like, you're ready to go home. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't get that motion sick on rides. That ride kind of fucks me up a little bit because the screens are old. The sc- And the Dude. G-Force. Like, it's just like, it's a, you're basically in like a big spinning. It's like, a spinning gyro, chamber. Like, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, dude, the ride is like 20 years old already. So the Crazy. screens in front of you are old, but it doesn't really get me that bad. The thing that fucked me up when we went was that the sh- container that me, you, Dom, and Allie were in started creaking. Oh, yeah. I remember that, yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, that's not supposed to creak. I'm meeting my maker today. I need to accept that. Because that thing goes like the like it's supposed to simulate like G force, yeah. like heavy amounts of G force. But you're in that little like you're basically in like a an updated well not I guess because the ride's old, but you're in a more technologically advanced like I don't, don't want to call it a gyrosphere, but it's basically like this big that big it's spinning like a thing you see at the carnival. Yeah, it's a big spinning thing that you see in the carnivals where like it spins you and you hold onto the bars and you're like whatever. Like that's what it basically is, just more high tech and like a ride. So, like, obviously people are going to get sick on those kind of things. And then when you try to simulate G-Force anyway, it's a problem. But then you have faulty equipment. <laughs> that too. For people who don't know, it is the only ride in Disney World, in all of Disney World, in every single park that has barf bags. No way. Yeah, they're, like, right in front I, of you. You can, like, that. take them. I did not know that. Yeah. See, that's how you bro, see. Yeah, no, that shit was so funny. I remember Sevy and Danny were like, "Let's do it," and I looked at you and I was like, "Man, nah." I'm trying to, <laughs> but oh, my whole point of this was, when we went for your birthday, I I told you I was like, "Listen, half of us are hungover, especially me. It is really <laughs> hot today. We've been here for a few hours. We should go home already." <laughs> Okay, okay, here's my thing, though. Go ahead. You guys you guys definitely fucked yourselves up, though, beforehand, though. Because the night we got to the Airbnb, y'all got, like, super trashed. Yeah. And men were like, yeah, let's get up and go to Disney and then drink around the world at Epcot. That's y'all. That's all definitely. y'all. No, no, definitely. <laughs> but uh, for this trip specifically, I needed to see the 50th anniversary shit. The yeah. 50th anniversary has been going on since October, and I hadn't gone, and I hadn't seen all the cool shit. So Danny and Sevy left, and I was like, I don't care. I'm waiting till we see this fucking show. 
which I'm glad we did because I had fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was cool. It was just like, this just took forever, dude. It was like so long. I was like, are we? I kept looking at the time like, man, like we are still about to be here. Bro, the only, the only thing that fucking pisses me off is that just everyone wants a good seat to see the fireworks. So they, they start waiting an hour before. Yeah. So then that makes me, who wants to see the 50th anniversary, because I've been going to this park since I was like three years old. I want to get a good seat, just like everyone else. So now I have to wait an hour and 15 minutes before. Dog. And then and that makes the other people be like, oh, okay, I'm going to get before him. I'm going to do an hour and a half. And other people are like, oh, so I'm going to do two hours. And it's like, dude. Why? <laughs> it's just like, and even the the seat we got, like the place we got for the fireworks, wasn't even that good because they had that tree in front of us. It was okay though. It was okay. I mean, we could see everything. It was cool, but it was just like, <laughs> oh boy. Um, but besides, like the actual park, you know, we definitely took a trip to some of the other resorts. And saw like some of the other things that Disney had to offer, mm-hmm. which is you know capitalism at its finest. Definitely. Um, but <laughs> uh, I will say a couple of things. How the resorts handle food is a pretty smart choice with the skillets. I think that's pretty. It's oh pretty smart. yeah. Because like we went to the Fort whatever Fort Wilderness, and they had Fort Wilderness had they had barbecue skillets, which is pretty smart. And then, and then you kind of just keep bringing you stuff. And like, then, if you ask for it. And then we went to Ohana that had like the same Ohana. thing for breakfast. Yeah, and that's cool. Ooh, like, that breakfast was fire. Absolutely fire. But it's smart there too. I think it's really funny, like how, how some of the what the more expensive resorts look like. <laughs> okay, so for 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 reference. We filmed a lot, like Zoe filmed a lot, and we have like a vlog. Yeah. That vlog, finished. that vlog, it's gonna be a while to edit because I've I'm been working too. Uh, I want to say in the next week, week and a half, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's, it'll be coming soon. But it's just, <laughs> it's just funny because, uh, <laughs> like I I talk about this in the vlog too, and I go on like a little bit of a rant in the vlog. But and I could just do it here because I it's all, it's been on my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more ex, the the more expensive a resort looked, the less I wanted to actually be a part of be in that like the less I wanted to actually be in that resort. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously we were in like the like the more value resort places, which were perfectly fine. There was nothing wrong with yeah, them. Yeah, they're fun. Like huge, the all star music for those listening. They have a cool yeah they're fun. They have like quick like they have a nice like ambiance to them, nice decor. Yeah. Uh, the real resorts are like are pretty, you know, nice too. Um, obviously, the the Ohana one was phenomenal. The Polynesian, the Polynesian rather. The Polynesian was so cool, and because like I liked like the vibe about it and stuff. And there was one more that it wasn't the Floridian; it was the other one. Because we went to it was like when we went on the fucking high rise. The the, the Caribbean the beach or the thing. Riviera. The, I think it was either or, honestly. The Riviera was the, the French one, and it was really expensive. They, they had the Coach Mickey ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though that one was that one wasn't that bad either, but like I still probably wouldn't 
be the only one the only like high end luxury resort I would want to be a part of would probably be the Polynesian. The Polynesian is fire. That's my and favorite. It one. Makes sense, right? And it makes sense because I <laughs> I made this joke in the in the vlog, like you at every other uh, resort you barely saw any black people, especially in the Floridian. The Grand Floridian, the Floridian we saw like. It was a lot of older. Yeah, white we saw couples. one family, and that that boy brought out the Yeezys. <laughs> yeah, no, I I just like I don't know, because I think even though it's like super expensive and super high end, like it just doesn't look like a fun. It was very quiet area to go. It was quiet. We went to the Caribbean beach, and the pool was playing music. We go to we go to the Polynesian, and the pool's playing like hula music, uh, bro. Our hotel, they were playing movies at the pool, and then we we right. we sat by the pool at the at the Grand Floridian for a good forty five minutes. We were just talking, honestly, quiet as fuck. Yeah, dude, we had to basically whisper outside. Like <laughs> how stupid that sounds. And that's the thing. I think you said it's like if I had the money, I wouldn't stay here. And I th- no. I I agree. I agree. I, the reason I like going there is because like I never I would never stay there. And it's nice. It's cool. It's like very, very luxurious, fucking high end. So it's cool to just like look around. But I, yeah. I think staying there for a few days, I'd be like, ah, it's too quiet here. Cause I think part of the Disney, part of the Disney experience is like going. It's like part. It part of the res, the resort is part of the Disney experience. Yeah. At least if you're gonna do that, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, you want to have somewhere you come back to where you can still do stuff in right so you got the polynesian where it gives you this like pacific islander ambiance and it gives you this like kind of thing to it and then like and all the food's good but like the floridian just looks like it's very like uppity and it doesn't look like it's fun like i feel like if like say because i know a lot of people get married at the grand floridian like yeah there's a wedding chapel there the wedding chapel like i feel like if if I was, if one of our friends was to ever get married at, at the Grand Floridian, like I would not want to stay in the Grand Floridian. I would just, I would stay at the Polynesian, the Polynesian or the over. Grand, yeah, then walk over basically. Like, I wouldn't even want to do that. Um, <laughs> what, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, dude, the biggest, the easiest example, just to show how fun uh, the Polynesian is compared to the Grand Floridian. The Polynesian has a bar. That has a lot of pranks in it, and like every time you order a drink, like there's one called the the Krakatoa, and then yeah. and then there's like a fake window with a volcano on the other side, and the volcano erupts, and then if you order a Bud Light there, they like roast you. Like the bartender grabs a megaphone and goes, "This guy paid I don't know how much money to stay at the Polynesian just to order a Bud Light." There you go, everyone. And then, like, like they wouldn't do that at the Grand Fr- Grand Floridian. No, they wouldn't. They just don't. They don't say anything, probably. Or even the fucking uh, f- I keep remembering the name, the Fort whatever. What's Fort it called? Wilderness. Fort Fort Wilderness. <laughs> the servers are just like mean on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, it's like, uh, like I guess it has to the ambiance. I guess. Danny, our friend Danny asked her. Her skillet came with cauliflower. And then she asked the dude, because you can just ask. He comes around, and it's like, oh, I ran out of mashed potatoes. Can I have more potatoes? And he comes, and he brings more. So she's like, can I have more cauliflower? And he's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, can do you think 
they can char the cauliflower more. And the guy immediately rolls his eyes. And she goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he starts, he goes to the other server. You know what she just asked? And she's sitting there like this. He, she asked if they could char the cauliflower. And the other servers are going. I know, like, and he's screaming it. Like, the entire resort had to have known that Danny just ordered cauliflower and asked for an extra chart. I was, bruh. And then I think the worst part was, I think he went to the bathroom for this, though. I went to the bathroom, not when we got the bottles, but when we had to give the bottles away. We had to give them away, yeah. Okay, so part of the <laughs> Fort Wilderness is if you ask for ketchup, the the requirement is that every table that has ketchup on it is supposed to give you their bottle of ketchup. So that like, so literally you might end up with like upwards of 10 bottles of ketchup on your table. We had to stack our bottles to make space for our food. Because our table was too small. <laughs> um, but like, I think that's just, it's just funny how that kind of adds to the experience, though. Like it's just, it's just being being funny. It gives you that kind of like, oh shit, here we go. Like I gotta, I asked for. And what's even stupider now that I'm thinking about it, is I asked for barbecue sauce. Yeah. And they gave <laughs> us ketchup. The, that was the stupidest thing. I was like, I was like, sir, can I have some barbecue sauce while you're, you know, while you're doing? He's like, oh yeah, sure. You, you want some ketchup too? And I go, no, I don't want ketchup. He goes, hey, this guy wants ketchup. And I was like, oh, here we go. Those kids <laughs> were so happy to bring us their bottles of ketchup. That's what I'm saying. They were so happy. I was so pissed. I was like, dude, I asked for barbecue sauce. What was even stupider is like he gave us the food. Like he gave us our like the extra food we asked for. Then he takes two more trips around to ask us before he even gives me the barbecue sauce. Like he's waited so long. I was like, I've already done my food now. There's no point in me asking for it anymore. <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. Ooh, that shit was so good though. It was really good. I got piggy yeah, like, wings. Pigs don't got wings, bro. Those oh were so God. good. They were very good. Yeah, like the Fort Wilderness and Polynesian had some really good food. It was just, but again, back to my like original point, like Fort Wilderness, I can see black people staying in. In Grand Riviera, I can kind of see black people staying in that one. The Polynesian, I can 1,000% see black people we staying did. in the Polynesian. <laughs> we did see a lot more. We saw like triple what we saw in the Grand Floridian. Yeah. <laughs> And that's that. Those okay. those two are expensive. They're pretty expensive, both of them. Yeah, but no, knowing my parents, if my folks had the money to to get to stay in either the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian, we're choosing the Polynesian. We're not choosing the Grand Floridian. And <laughs> not to mention, they got they got the beaches right there with the water. Right, right. Ooh, that shit's fun. What's really funny is because like my aunt. Cause you know, like my, so my uncle played in the league for a little bit and played for the Orlando magic for a while. And so my aunt had my aunt and her family had a, uh, a house in Orlando and they used to go to Disney a lot. And they knew, they knew about the grand Floridian. Cause I was calling, I called them when I got down. I was like, yeah, we kind of just resort hopped and we went to the Polynesian. I don't think they, they didn't, I don't think they had heard about the Polynesian, but they were like, yeah, I was like, you, you see the grand Floridian? I was like, yeah, I saw it. It was Super expensive, wasn't that many, you know, like a lot of really expensive and whatever. And they're like, yeah, not too many black people in there. I was like, exactly. <laughs> I was like, exactly. <laughs> they knew. Ooh. It's just, yeah, that was, you know, that was one of those things. You know what? Which resort we got to check out next time? What is it? Because there is going to be a next time when, uh, when Princess and the Frog takes over Splash Mountain. 
Yeah. And Tron is open. Definitely. Yeah. That will go then. Um, we got to check out Coronado Springs. It's all like Mexican themed. And not Mexican like sombreros and ponchos. Like like, na- like native. Like Aztec Mexican. Aztec. I always get them confused. Incan, Mayan, Aztec. They like got. It's Aztec architecture and shit like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's dope. A lot of hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we passed by it, didn't we? We like when we, we did when, when we uh when we were going to cast connections. Oh, dude, this is how I know I'm chronically online. <laughs> For those of you, I have never I have never heard of this place in my life until two weeks before this trip. I just I follow a lot of like. Disney accounts, but not Disney like where's the magic? Like these people like curse and they're they make memes, like they're funny, but they like have mm-hmm. two thousand followers. Like they're deep cut. Yeah. And then this this person was like, Can't wait to go d- back down to Disney to uh, go to cast connections. This is where I spent all my money as a cast member. And I looked it up, and it's like discount Disney merch, but it said open to cast members and guests. And I think I misinterpreted that. I think you have to, like, if you go with a cast member, you can be their guest. Mm, So when we got to the door, I look inside, and there's old park props, like statues. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I like this is sick, and then the lady was like, "Oh, do you have a cast member card?" And we're like, "Oh, yeah." So like, I'm not even supposed to know what the fuck that place is. It's literally right. on the outskirts of the the whole resort. It's insane. Right. We walked in, and saw like like the the Pete statue, like the big one. Dude, he had a cigar in his hand. No, they don't. Super they don't dope. do that shit anymore. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, but. I know. As soon as as soon as uh, we left, I know that lady was like, "How do they know about this place?" Yeah, <laughs> they were probably like, "You think we got to do a better job of keeping this shit secret?" Yeah, they got to do a better job of gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, overall, you know, the Disney trip was fun. Um, I it was, it was fun. A lot of walking around. I was fucking definitely, tired. Definitely a lot of walking around. Um, but yeah, so that that vlog episode should come out. You know, within the next couple I, of weeks. Uh, <laughs> I was looking through the videos. Um, I didn't film on Ratatouille because Ratatouille has a lot of 3D rides. I mean, 3D screens, and yeah. and the 3D screens kind of look fucked on screen. Also, it was a, dope, it was a dope, side note, dope ride. Yes, yeah. Oh, that's a that's another thing. Um, I know a lot of people who don't like Disney. They're kind of like, oh, they have too many dark rides, which are like the slow rides, like the. As a fan of Disney, I, I mean, I enjoy it. It's like, why not everything has to be a roller coaster, you know? Fucking, we could chill right. out. We could look at the Haunted Mansion, the Little Mermaid, shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. But they have they have this new ride system. Again, for people that don't know. I'm not trying to turn anyone into a Disney adult. I'm just trying to make you just believe a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, they, they have this new thing. They're trackless dark rides. So like the thing that you're on is is pushed by magnets. There's no track. It's not connected to a track. And what the, 
what that opens up for the ideas that these Imagineers have, like, we get on this fucking Ratatouille ride, and the thing is, you're supposed to be a rat, just like Remy, like, you're traveling, and then there's that big screen thing, and then it feels like your mouse is falling, it's, like, tilting, and then it goes into the first big, like, prop scene, where you're, like, in the freezer, and then there's food everywhere, and what's really cool is, like, our rat went under a pantry and hid while the other rats, like, passed us. Yeah. Because there's no track. So that opens up so many shit. Like, different ride vehicles can go different positions because it's so open. And then they did the same shit in Hollywood Studios for Mickey and Minnie. They They have, like, Mickey's first ride ever, by the way. Opened in 2020. Um, <laughs> so that one's also trackless. So like you could start off first, but then when the ride ends, you're like last. And it's the same thing that they did at Star Wars, which is another ride you have to... Oh my God, Star Wars is insane. It's trackless. It's a, a simulator. It's a drop tower. It's like everything. It's crazy, that ride. Mm-hmm. But again, for those of you who don't like dark rides... This new system makes it more, like, thrilling a little bit without the need for it to be a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. This is really cool. I think the, um, <laughs> I think even, like, with the, the random, like, jump scare they had in it where, like, what's his name? The chef, like, holy shit, that fucking got me. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, there's a point in the ride where you're traveling like through the walls as a rat and there's a rat in front of you and they lull you in with this sense of like vulnerability because there's like a baby rat and it's like waving at you yes and then right i'm like i literally go oh look at the baby and right after that fucking the the evil chef from ratatouille fucking boom it was crazy yeah that was wild i was like bro (laughs) <laughs> like this is a ride for kids. What are we doing? <laughs> I, I I did jump, um, <clears throat> just a little bit. Fuck! Why did I bring up filming on the rides? Oh, I was looking through the videos. Again, Disney purists here. Well, not Disney purists, but like I'm a very big fan. Living with the land, I'll never go on that ride ever again. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was terrible. There's a there's a ride where it shows the greenhouses of Epcot. And, like, everything on the ride, it's a cool idea. Every vegetable we see on the ride, they use in their restaurants. That's, like, a cool idea. But the thing is, when you talk about a slow-moving dark ride, oh, my God. I don't think any ride on Disney property moves as slow as that fucking boat. But I was looking through it, and there's this, like, plant that's called an NFT and I'm filming it, and I turn to Taylor, and I go, I just screenshotted NFTs. <laughs> so I made myself laugh. Oh, my God. What what was the original name of the plant called? Do you remember? No clue. It's just whatever NFT is in plant form. Yeah, they did it as a joke, though. They were like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have this plant. It's like, oh, NFTs are cool now? We're going to have... A plant whose acronym is NFT. Yeah, 
I'm just gonna add that in there. Yeah, it's stupid. That ride was boring <laughs> as fuck. Bro, that shit moved so slow. I think it was a good time killer though, because we really were just like, let's just. It 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 rested. Took a, a breather. It rested my feet a little bit. Yeah, I think those those rides are important for Disney. Like for as stupid as they are, people are on their feet the entire time. Are you gonna need a ride that? At least for like two minutes, three minutes, just like get you to like sit down and take a breather at least. Uh, bro, I love going to the J- Japan Pavilion, weeb as fuck, you know. Yeah. The only thing it's missing is a ride. That'd be cool. And they were gonna, they were gonna build a bullet train, like. Either a bullet train simulator or a bullet train roller coaster. They wanted to do something with a bullet train, and they just run ran out of funding. Oh well, but that's tough. Visiting the the Japan Pavilion is always fun. Yeah, I just hate the lack of anime merch. This is not just a Disney thing. This is like a huge. Yeah. This is a this is a general. This is like a general thing. They had more like, when we went for your birthday, and it still wasn't that much. And, and he wasn't even that good. Like just like slapping like a logo on like a t-shirt or a jersey a like, doesn't really logo. make the anime merch doesn't really make the anime merch look good. Like even the shirt I have on now with Sailor Moon, like I like this shirt, but it's not it's not like they could have done a lot more than just put Sailor Moon's face on it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I don't know. This is my universal gripe with anime merch is that it's just not original. Like the <clears throat> there are people that I follow on Twitter. And I might put some of their like their website links in the description oh. because I think it's cool. But like they have like some really dope stuff. You retweeted the like, Yoriuchi shirt, right? Yeah, like so Soul King has one. There's another guy. I think his name is like Vox, like Vo, Vo, it's like Vo Six X or something like that. He made these like Gara shorts. First, he made like these Karupika shorts with just like the chain, like chain jail shorts, super dope. And then he made like these Gara shorts that are super fire. There's like three people that I follow that make very niche and very good anime merch. Like that's very original. I think that's what people need. I feel like when we walked into we walked into the Japan store and it was just like like the Pikachu it was like Pikachu stuff, which is pretty basic. They had the the My Hero Academia stuff, was just like slapping Deku on a shirt and just saying and with like it's like Deku's like it's like the what was it? It's like the I can't remember the name of it. It's the promo like picture from like season one yeah honestly and it's like it's like the whole class 1a outlined you just slap that one logo on a shirt with my hero book no hero on it and you call it anime merch and it's like i've already seen that they show have, like thirty thousand times they have more like cute things than anime things they had this whole section for that fucking yolk character the egg yolk Oh yeah. What the fuck is his <laughs> name? I have no clue. Japanese egg yolk. Egg yolk character. Dude, I don't dude, everyone loves him over there. Gudetama. Gudetama no is an is. an adorable anthropomorphic egg yolk that embodies laziness. Oh my god. How do you come up with that, bro? I don't know. This is crazy. They had more of him than anime like at all yeah i just think like anime merch in general just needs more originality i think it's just like the i think yeah it's just with 
uh, Atsuko has some good anime merch. It's pretty original, and it's mostly licensed anime merch. Um, I can't remember that. There's another place that I thought that has some good anime merch, oh, but I can't remember dude, the name. He's of a it. Sanrio character. No wonder he's everywhere. Oh, he's had the like, fucking Hello Kitty people. Yeah, which yeah. apparently Hello Kitty is one of the biggest things in the world. Did you know that? I mean, I had a pretty decent idea. Like yeah. Pokemon, I mean, Pokemon's yeah, I number one, and then like Hello Kitty's yeah. like number three. Well, you got to think. Well, I went to. <laughs> this is funny. Before going to the, like the high school I went to, I went to a different school system, and roughly the general population was roughly like eighty percent Asian, and so I saw Hello Kitty a lot <laughs> as a kid. I'm talking like I'm talking like like Hello Kitty snacks, Hello Kitty, like phone phone cases, Hello Kitty pencils, pens, you name it, dude. Like anything Hello Kitty, dude. Biggest franchise of all time, it's Pokemon. I think everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah a, at a hundred and ten billion dollars. Yeah, dude. Hello Kitty is the second one, at eighty eight point five billion dollars, beating out Mickey. Mickey's third. That's crazy. Why Why is Hello Kitty so big? I have no clue, dude. I think it's just you... Because it's big. It's kind of I mean, big in America, too. True. But there's never going to be a... There's never going to be a... A drop-off of kids. Like, if you just go to them... Yeah. Like, if you just advertise towards kids, you're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the fact of everything. Like with Pokemon, like Pokemon started out as something for kids, for kids. and, and now, you may, then you have yeah. the TV shows, you have the video games, you have the merch, you have all that stuff. Like for Pokemon, it makes it huge. Dude, fucking Logan Paul opening up boxes of cards, like Pokemon cards. What is? Do you see a text from David? Random, but no. Sorry, he was asking about. Oh, I have it. Does he mean gyms or gym? Like, I think he means gyms. <laughs> I'll answer that question later. But yeah, Ali. Ali just said I am confusion. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're not. Dang it. Okay. I'm gonna get stupid. Having my AirPods in connected to my laptop is gonna make this really dumb. But whatever. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Now, I'm. I'm now I'm in the Wikipedia. Uh, you're you're be, turning into Jamie. Well, Wikipedia rabbit hole. Pokemon it, it it shows a revenue breakdown for all this stuff. Pokemon yeah. book sales makes sense. I think they have mangas, box office. Yeah, they, do. they make movies, home entertainment. They make the the anime merchandise makes sense. Video games makes sense. Um. Wait, where did I read this? Where did I read this? That. What the? Oh, Lord. Oh, wait. I grossed something. Did I say I grossed something? I don't know what you're talking about. What the? Why? It showed me... That was weird. It showed me fucking... uh, Lord of the Rings for a second. Don't know how that came. Okay. Pokemon, licensed merchandise, video games, box office, home entertainment, strategy guidebooks, makes sense, everything. Jet aircraft livery sales, ivory sales, I don't know what this, 
There's a Pokemon Jet. <laughs> Wait, where? Wait, okay, no, I've seen like, like Japan Air has like Pokemon on the side of their plane sometimes. That counts that. for Pokemon's overall revenue. I guess. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, Pokemon livery. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and it's, it counts for $3 million of its revenue. Yeah, I think what I'm talking about and what that is are two totally different things. All, all I remember is seeing like a tweet about how like Pikachu was on like the tip of a plane or some shit like that. Yeah. But... <laughs> I don't know what's more impressive that or the fact that Hello Kitty's overall th- revenue is just merch and box office it's just those two things crazy that's what I'm saying with merch like I went to a school I went from elementary all the way up to like 7th grade I went to a school that had a majority population of Asians mm-hmm. and so like you get like and it was Korean some Japanese, some Chinese, mostly Korean. It was mostly Korean, some Japanese, some Chinese, and then it was like a, a some uh, Indian. <clears throat> and so, like, you have, like, Hello Kitty literally everywhere. I'm talking, like, Hello Kitty pens, pencils, erasers. Uh, pencil holders. Uh, pouches. Pencil holders, yeah. Pouches, pencil holders, backpacks, food. Like, talk about, like, Hello Kitty Pocky. Like the yeah. little, like the little, the sticks with the with the yogurt on them, like Hello Kitty versions of Pocky. That shit. I like I it's just so heavy. I recently found out on YouTube, because I be on Theme Park YouTube. There is a Hello Kitty theme park in Japan, and apparently, what? in Ooh. Japan it bangs. That's pretty par for the course. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> You're saying like. All that merch, and then you just sell more merch. In the, that's really what it is. It's like we're gonna make a, a theme park for Hello Kitty, and then just have a merch store, jack up the prices, and then there you have it. Uh, it's basically what it's what Disney does. Oh yeah, Disney's the fucking granddaddy of that. Um, fuck, what was I gonna say? Yeah, overall, um, cool trip. Yeah, yeah, definitely a cool trip. It's just very fun. Um, yeah, I would definitely do it again. I, I'm not. I didn't. Feel, I didn't feel all the magic as a Disney adult, but I definitely got the got an understanding of what it means to be somewhat of a Disney as adult. Long, as long as <laughs> you're a believer. Oh, the yeah, Port no, Orleans. I mean, Port Orleans is fun. Yeah, that was cool. But those beignets were good. Yeah, Port Orleans. Oh my God, they were fire. But yeah, they were really good. But yeah, great trip. Um, so as far as you know, anime goes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been watching um, too much. Yeah, I think this this season in general is just like, I don't know, not much. I think the season. Funny enough, I know I went on my rant about watching more anime, but this season of anime has just been way too like wholesome for me. I <laughs> so I mean, like, I'm caught up with Spy Family. I haven't seen this week's episode yet. I'll probably watch it like, probably right after this. But I guess I don't know. I think I think we bur- we burned ourselves out. Watch it with the romance episode. Oh yeah, we definitely killed each other. Killed ourselves with that one. I watched because it goes so much anime every, in that then th- that two right. period. 
Right, and then what's funny is when you jump right into this season, it's a lot of romance anime. Yeah, like the, uh, I, I think th- two of the top three, it's Spy Family, which is a lot more wholesome than I thought it was going to be, and, yeah. and, and Love is War, season three. Love is War, yeah. Spy Family, Love is War, then you have um, uh, Love After World Domination, which is pretty funny i've watched first oh yeah that's another funny. one that i've seen everyone it's, on instagram and twitter it's like it's pretty it's pretty good it's pretty funny i i just i'm mean, just so whole it's like a lot of wholesome shit i'm just like ah i'm tired <laughs> but okay so the thing is it would have been fine if i could offset it with summertime rendering but disney plus wants to be a fucking hoe <laughs> only in japan it's pissing me off it's actually annoying. Like I don't want, like I don't I don't want to be a pirate. I don't want to be someone that does the illegal site joint. But I might have to cave. I'm trying to like hold out. I'm I like might. I don't want to do it. I'm not gonna be that guy. I might have to just do it. I might because another top five every week is fucking Comey can't communicate. Which again I liked season one, but Jesus H, I, it's so much wholesome. A cute anime girl here. Oh my god, she can't speak. Oh my god, Anya's so cute. She's five years old. Dude, give me someone blasting someone's head off with a punch, please. <laughs> Not for real though. I know for we 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 had this whole rant about like the chicken tenders guy, but this. Yeah. Sometimes I need I need chicken tenders sometimes, right now. I need chicken tenders. Just give me a, a one chicken tender at least. Something, but like so, summertime rendering is one that I really wanted to watch because it's Same. it's something that I'm really that I really like in terms of like a genre. So it's like a murder mystery yeah. with like time travel or some shit like that, which is super dope. What the fuck? And yeah, so like I think it's super dope. And I was I was in I was in a Twitter space yesterday. Is that Milo again? <laughs> yeah, but he'll stop. <laughs> Whatever. I was in a, I was in a Twitter space uh, yesterday last night. And they were talking about like summertime rendering. They weren't spoiling it though, so props to <laughs> Moody and the rest of the gang for not spoiling it for me. But they, uh, but it's just so good. Like it, it seems like I've seen the trailers. I saw the artwork for it. It just looks phenomenal. And it's and it's a it's a situation I told you about when we were in Orlando with like the insert platform here jail, Amazon Prime jail. Uh, oh. Disney Plus jail, Netflix jail, where like all these really good titles would have all this publicity, all this like hype, all this popularity if they didn't go to these specific sites. Like Summertime Render would be like anime of the year. I know people are talking about how good it is because they're watching it on other sites that aren't America, that aren't legal sites, right? But if it was on Disney, if it was just on Crunchyroll. That shit would be phenomenal. The reason why not that many people have seen or really like Villain Saga that much is because they haven't seen it because it's on Amazon fucking Prime. Mm-hmm. Like, who's allowing these these uh, these certain sites to get the rights to these anime? Because if you put it's, Villain Saga on Crunchyroll, it's 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 great. Even my gripes with Netflix too. Like, Netflix is not as bad as Amazon Prime and Disney Plus are. But, like, the thing with JoJo Part 6, right? Stone Ocean. Mm-hmm. Stone Ocean is arguably one of the best parts, arguably, one of the best JoJo parts in the, in the entire run of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure franchise. 
they're batching episodes <laughs> instead of just giving you the whole the whole thing right away, like giving you all twenty four, giving you all. You know what I'm saying? They're just batching twelve, but by twelve every time, the hype is gonna go really really high, and then after like two after like two weeks after the cliffhanger is over in episode twelve, nobody's gonna talk about it, which is exactly what happened. But Netflix Netflix keeps fucking up. That's not even... Every time. Netflix has their own fucking set of problems. Fucking... Did you hear what they said the other day? They were like, we, we're we going to stop funding vanity projects like the oh, Irishman. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to stop giving money to the people who deserve it, like Martin Scorsese. It's insane that they have a Martin Scorsese movie that's Netflix only. But you're going to make three... Kissing Booth movies. Yeah, you're true. gonna That's make stupid. he's all that with Addison Ray. Stupid. They're fucking stupid. Well, they fucked up here's Stone my Ocean. Thing about, here's my thing about that though with Vanity Projects. Like, like I kind of see what they were talking about with this, just like just giving money to like a big time director and a bunch of big time actors and expecting them to get a a solid ROI because because like. More often than not, sometimes, like in most cases, big names don't exactly just equal a lot of money. True, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I think in that regard, I can see what they're talking about. But they're gonna let Adam Sandler make five shitty fucking comedy movies. Listen, I love Adam Sandler to death. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. He's great in Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems was phenomenal. What the fuck is Hubie Halloween? Well, didn't he say if Uncut Gems didn't win an award, he would make shitty movies for the rest of his career? I don't think he meant it, though. I just, I think he's just going on vacation with his friends at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and just filming a movie at the same yeah. time. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's, it makes sense that with that. I just, yeah, my biggest issue with, with Netflix is them getting rid of all, like, the diversity uh, like the more diverse uh, departments that make like the real diverse shows, and then like just absolutely taking a shit over on the animation side of things. Ugh. When it's like, guys, like, do you realize how important some of the animation, the animated shows on Netflix are to your platform? Like, do you guys not realize how big Arcane was? Yeah. Fucking Arcane. That was one of the biggest show. shows of that year. Cuphead show was pretty big. Was good. Uh, yeah, Cuphead show was good. It was funny. Yeah, we're back. My my uh, mic once again. I was doing pretty well this time. Yeah. It always wants to fuck up, but the animation, like Mitchell versus Machines, literally was. I think I saw something where it was like the highest grossing animated movie on the platform. Yeah. And then the thing and is, getting, and the thing is, when an animated movie or show does good they're like oh yeah this is like we made it when it's like not really like like no the yeah. sony animation team made it but it's a netflix movie so you can say whatever you want but for the other animated show like the bone show that they canceled don't even get me started on that shit. i know you shit love bone me visibly upset because i used to read as a kid yeah i used to love that comic series but when it comes to shit like that they're like ah fuck it who cares like, dude, come on, man. That Bone should have been had a show. Like, that's the crazy thing. It should have been already had a show. Oh, when you man, when should... you got the creator of an IP sad posting on Twitter, 
Dude, you oh know you God. are an evil company. Bro, I was genuinely pissed off. Like, I was like, I felt, dude, I just felt, like, I've never really felt like before when it comes to, like, television stuff, but I felt this, like, weird, like, feeling in my stomach when I saw that post of Bones sitting on, like, the stump, like, sad. I was like, I feel awful. I feel awful. And he, he made, like, the little comic of, like, oh, let's green light a Bone movie in, like, the early 2000s, and then, like, he does the Charlie Brown kick. Like yes. kick and miss. Oh, let's get, have a TV show on Cartoon Network or whatever or Nickelodeon, Charlie Brown kick, and then the Netflix thing. No, for sure we're gonna make it this time. And he misses again, and he's all sad about it. And it's like, come on, man, dude, I was so pissed. And then they have the nerve, the the gall, to raise prices. Oh, oh, you're gonna share your thing. We're going to track your IP, and if it's not the same IP address, uh, dude. That's crazy. Dude, how about. That's the reason why Netflix is losing money? No, it's because HBO Max is dog walking you guys in terms of content value. You, oh, my God. They're so lucky that that HBO Max's UI is literal shit. <laughs> because if they had a better UI, it, Netflix is done. And, and that's sad to hear because, dude, I love Stranger Things. Stranger Things is my favorite show. Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game is an amazing show. Like every every once in a while, Netflix has something good. But it's like, yeah. dude, how about shut the fuck up for six months? Just don't say anything. Just don't say anything, just, and don't give Addison Ray enough money to make a movie. That's what I'm saying, dog. They're just like going after the wrong things. It's like, oh, we're, we're, we're dropping in sales. It's the password sharing that's the problem. No, it's because you guys haven't put anything good out in the, a long time. And then everything that's like, that doesn't get, everything you guys do put out doesn't get enough, like a chance to really get going. And then you ax it. And then HBO Max has other stuff that's going on that's really good. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. And then you just get rid of all these effort, like these, the layoffs are crazy because it's like, oh, you have to make layoffs instead of making instead of laying off people from like, in like a kind of a spread thing. You just get rid of a bunch of departments that are very essential to you telling the right kind of stories on your platform, like getting rid of like the more diverse like the anything has to do with LGBTQ, anything has to do with like black and Hispanic voices, Asian voices, all that kind of stuff. Like like more people of color voices. You just get rid of all those departments. And then you go, yeah, I think it's the password sharing. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? It's so annoying. I, I just feel like whoever's running Netflix is like an old, white-haired person out of touch. Because why is it in the span of two years, we get a movie that's helmed by Addison Ray, and then a whole show about the hype house. It's like, oh, kids like these people, which the they're this is how out of touch you are. You make a show about shit that kids like. Two years after the kids who liked them don't like them anymore. Like, bro, like the hype house blew up in COVID. Why did the show come out this year? Yeah, what are, like, what are we really talking about right now? 
That's so weird. Like, yeah, that that's how li- literally how out of touch they are. I mean, yeah, I feel like with that though, you want to capitalize on that success of the hype house, but obviously you can't make a show and then put it out within the same year. It's really hard to do. I know, I, though, but I've seen people watch. That'd like, have been better off as like that. That'd have been better off as like a YouTube docu series yeah, and shit like that. I, I saw. I think it was Danny Gonzalez who saw it. And apparently the whole point of the show is is showing you how the Hype House broke up. Really? Like, it turned. It was supposed to be, like, like a Real Housewives type drama and everyone's living together. And then it literally turned into, like, the owner is like, I cannot keep this together. We are failing. <laughs> I wonder what, like, the root of the issue. I might go watch that Danny video. What is, I wonder what the root cause it got I've to a point where, like, bus. Danny's trying to make fun of these people, and he's like, I just feel bad. <laughs> I just feel bad for this guy. <laughs> oh, I just, that's funny. That's crazy. But, yeah, I don't know. If if HBO Max somehow figures out their UI, it's a wrap. And, and if they end up, if they manage to get, like, another huge show, well, they will. They are. They are. They're getting the prequel. To Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, dude. It's dude. I, I had Which this is one convers- of my favorite shows of all time. I had this conversation with my pops. HBO's is is coming back to being what it was in like the mid two thousands. Because the thing is, uh, dude, HBO's just known for quality. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of good fucking shows, but after after Game of Thrones, Netflix kind of had like. It was Netflix. Netflix was a big a thing. Crazy run. And this and that. But now HBO. HBO's back to having these good fucking shows on its own platform. And dude, you can't beat I'm sorry, Netflix. You cannot beat weekly episodes. You just can't. Everyone loves waiting for Sunday, because that's HBO's day again. They always had Sunday. On su- every Sunday, I'm watching the new episode of Winning Time. Uh, people are watching the new episode of Euphoria. And these are the same people that's like, oh, I like ne- binging shit on Netflix. But then they go, they turn to Euphoria. Every Sunday, everyone's talking about it. It's like, that's the best form of fucking, um, like, marketing. Because if you have people talking about it every week... That people are going to talk about the show longer, which is what they didn't do with Stone Ocean. Everything goes back full circle. Netflix fucking sucks. Everyone's a fucking idiot. Yeah, I think it's it, it's dumb. I think well, me on me personally, I definitely am more of a fan of of binging something, like watching something all the way through. Um, anime with week with like seasonal anime, it's a little bit different because like obviously. You obviously got to watch it week by week, and that makes that gives things you know more hype. Like with like something like Demon Slayer, like episode what, dude? Episode nineteen. Fucking episode nineteen of uh of the of this new arc was was fucking nutty, right? Yeah, but so. we don't even have to go that deep. Fucking uh, Spy Family. I took my switch to Disney. Me, you, and Judy were hyped because we were like, we're gonna watch a new episode of Spy Family in Disney. Yeah, because exactly. that's what so, I'm saying, dude. You can't beat weekly episodes. I'm sorry, it, it's it's the best. You can't. I will say this though, with with Game of Thrones though, I had to watch it all the way through. I had to wait until they were. That was a very long them. show. Because well, it was a long show, but also there were so many characters and so many plot points that I just 
probably would have forgotten if I watched it weekly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's like it's that was the only thing I feel like for me I was like I had to watch it all the way through. Same thing with Westworld. I had to watch Westworld all the way through because if I, I if I was, it's pretty good. I think the last season is basically they kind of go away from what made it good in the last season. I guess the not necessarily like what made it good, but more so they they went away from the the main area of the plot. I guess because the main plot happens in this like fake VR world type thing. Yeah, yeah. I like guess, yeah. So for the first two seasons, yeah, it's I kind of, I kind of know the point that it's like a fake world and shit like that. Yeah, so it's like a fake world, and like obviously there's like the real world that the people that run it, and then like the fake world that people like inhabit and try to go on and do stuff in. The first two seasons is all in that area. The last couple seasons are not. It's like in the real world, and it's like you kind of go away from that, from what made it good. And so, like, it's not – it becomes a completely different story now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It becomes more of, like, a sci-fi – a regular sci-fi thriller as opposed to, like, a psychological sci-fi thriller thing. It's weird. It, but, yeah. But it's a good show, but it's one of those things where I had to watch it all the way through and binge it because if I was to watch Westworld Weekly, I would not know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but But – there are some shows on the HBO Max now that I can watch weekly that I can keep up with with no problem. Like Euphoria, Barry, Bear, Silicon Barry's Valley. Barry's another one, dude. Barry's great. Barry's good. Like when Silicon Valley was coming out, like I wa- used to watch some of those weekly too. Winning Time coming out weekly because that's like so good. Winning Time is so fucking good, dude. <laughs> it's so good, bro. It's so good. It, you know, how, you know how funny that is. Like Winning Time is so accurate that. Maddie Johnson and Jerry West are like mad about it. Actually upset, dude. <laughs> like, like you had to you forced like winning time forced Maddie Johnson to put out a separate biopic of himself. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, <laughs> That's John crazy. C, John C. Riley is Jerry Buss. Yeah, he's he steals the fucking show. Also, whoever they yeah, got that. to play Magic, he's great too. He's good. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, they got uh, my my guy. Uh, what is his name? To play. Oh my god. No. Who are we talking oh my about? My gosh. Sorry. My I got a phone call. Sorry. Um, I have to call him back. But uh, they got I forgot the guy's name. But he played Avon Barksdale on The Wire, which twenty year anniversary of The Wire was yesterday. But there was a. Uh, I guess we're recording this on a Sunday, so like a, f- I think it was on Saturday or Friday or Saturday, like 20 year anniversary of The Wire. But the guy who played Avon Barksdale plays like I think his last name's Westlake, I think, or whatever his name. I forgot his name. Oh, he plays the the the, the veteran. Yes, he did he did a good job on that on his on his uh his role there too. But it's <laughs> when when a show forces the real the people it's depicting to actually like <laughs> show their true colors, it's. That's how you know it's really good. Like Jerry West threatening to sue up to the Supreme Court <laughs> for defamation <laughs> off of this show it's because not even, he's not a good person. It's not even that deep. He's just a little mad in the show. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, it's that's uh Bro, he plays he plays Spencer Haywood. Spencer Haywood, not Westlake. It's Spencer Wood, Haywood. Wood Harris. That's the actor's name. Yes, Wood Harris. He's one of my favorite actors. He's really good. He's great. I think he's He's really good. They've on Barksdale, but uh, 
Um, like, <laughs> but yeah, so like if all HBO Max has to do is just fix their UI. Like literally, yeah, as soon as they do that, <laughs> it's, it's curtains for Netflix. Curtains. And dude, honestly, Boom. they're not even that far off because have you tried rewinding on Netflix? It's not the best either. Like Netflix is smooth, I guess. But like if you want to rewind five seconds, that makes you rewind like 15. Yeah. No, you it's like, it's like kind of annoying. Seconds. Yeah. No, it's stupid. And then with like with HBO Max, like I hate it. I, I don't know if they still do this, but like when you rewind, it like shows up on like the side, like the frames are on the side instead of like this way. Yeah. Which is like makes no fucking they're just sense. Try, they're just trying to be, uh, we're different. Woo. Just keep it the same. Like YouTube has the same. YouTube does their there's their frame by frame this way. It's the same thing. We're like, your it quirky quirky white girl girlfriend. Like honestly, like like YouTube is, is, it doesn't have it doesn't do anything super crazy with that either. Just you know, lets you go side to side with the frames. But yeah. <laughs> um, we're in, you got anything else? We're, no, I don't. I don't. We're on an hour ten. I I have. A special idea I want to try this episode. Oh, oh Lord. What do you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what you got? Me and Taylor went at the Japan Pavilion. We bought some, I'm pretty sure, authentic Japanese snacks. And I want to try it. I got yakisoba right here. I've never ha- tried yakisoba. And I've, I've... You know, I just rewatched Tokyo Revengers. So I just, like saw the part where Baji is talking to his his right hand man when they first met and they're like oh let's let's split a bowl of yakisoba so i had to yeah. try i'm a little afraid because it's can i say this word <laughs> what are you about to say it's it's yomisei no yakisoba oriental flavor with mayonnaise <laughs> Oriental flavor with mayonnaise. The mayonnaise kind of scares me. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I didn't get it. That's why I got. The I other think thing. I think the mayo's in here. There's a pack of mayo in here. I think that's what I was afraid of. But you know, I'm going all out. I got chopsticks right here. Jesus, I'm Christ. gonna eat the noodles with the chopsticks. After, the, do you want to do music rex first? Yeah. And then and then we'll we'll take a break, come back, and try the try the food. Yeah, we could do music arts first. What you got? Um Well I sent you I sent you this guy yesterday. I think his album's very good. Fantastic Negrito. Yeah. He makes great, great name. He makes uh blues music. I think he's won every year he drops an album, he wins best blues album. I've been Solid. listening to him for like a few years, but like this album is really good. It's called White Jesus Black Problems. And, you know, Solid. I don't relate <laughs> in any sense. <laughs> but musically, this guy just hits, man. He's really good. That's um, funny. And uh, I think as a single, Pacemaker by Noel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Noel Miller, every time he drops a single, it's just a banger, dude. It's good. And this one, I think we talked about it. It's got a lot of Griselda-inspired. I can hear West Side. Hey, yo! Do, 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 I do. Can, 
<laughs> I can see, I can, I can hear it. I want to listen to it. It sounds more like Benny the Butcher to me, but uh, any Griselda, you know? Yeah, any Griselda because he used to play on when I don't know if he still streams on Twitch, but when he used to stream on Twitch before the whole DMCA thing was a huge problem with Twitch, he used to play a lot of Griselda before he would start his show. And so, like, you could just tell, like, he really is a big fan of Griselda, and that's like, that's how the the beat's crazy too, first and foremost. But just like, you can see how like that's a big, uh, a big like inspiration for him musically. Spock in terms of like, Spock how is he talks. is an insane producer. He used to be like an EDM guy. I think he still does, but like he does producing stuff for for Noel, like Noel and and and, and uh, Cody and stuff. But I, I'm I'm glad to see Noel taking music seriously because you can tell he has like a, a decent knack for it. He so, all he always had um, the like actual bars in the TMG songs. He always had like the actual rapping cadence. Yeah. Like Cody was more obviously gearing towards being funny. Yeah. Noel was like would rap funny, but you could tell he had like the the cadence and the I remember in, I guess the bravado in for a one rapper. of the TMG songs he had a two face line about flipping a coin. I forgot what it was, but I remember when I first heard it I was yeah. like, Oh ew It was nice. <laughs> Um, I guess for me, so I have two. One of them is uh, it's, it's a single. It's only on Spotify, which so it might not make the jukebox playlist just because it won't be on both. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Hidden Ones by Hidden Renaissance. And <laughs> this is so funny because it's they're like a, they're a group that started on like a Discord server with like over – like 500 members on okay. it. Okay. And like, there's like a, there's like a weird stipulation. Like you gotta be really good to get in the group and to be on a song and stuff. And like, they've been working on like the group dynamics for like years, like on getting stuff together for that. Like basically forming a rap group, an international rap group, mostly like America and sure. some other places. Plus like the UK for like a couple years, like forming this discord in throughout the discord server. And it's like, I think <laughs> And with like producers and other stuff like that, so they they put out a song. The the group's called Hidden Renaissance. They put out a song called The Hidden Ones. I can't really. I think there's like four four or five rappers that are on there, but the song credits have over fifty people on them. <laughs> fifty people what as a part fuck? of the song. And it's because like they're like I guess they're on this Discord server and worked on the song together, but. It's crazy. Like, it's actually insane. And so, like, the song the song hits. Okay. The song's pretty good. It's more of like a lo-fi-ish kind of rapping thing. So Okay, so they took Brockhampton to the next level. To the extreme. Because when yeah. Brockhampton met, they, were, they met on, like, a Kanye West forum. Yeah. And now these people met on a Discord? Yeah, no, they met on a Discord server. Like, there's like over 500 people in a Discord. It's like ridiculous. Again, like, and you have to, be, you have to be a good rapper, or a good producer to get it. Like, yeah, like, obviously they have their own criteria of what counts as good because you know that's subjective. Yeah. But yeah, so like, it is what it is. But again, <laughs> the song's pretty good. Another another hit tweet by Nick from the Yard Podcast. Uh, he goes, uh. Being a rapper used to be you had to go outside, meet meet some people on your street, 
and start rapping like that. And now it's just meeting people over the COD lobby and rapping over the zombies beat. And then he replies to himself, which is tight as fuck, I think. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That's all. I mean, the power of the internet, man. But the song is good. I think you guys should check it out. It's pretty good. And then the, the last one is a beat tape called... Now, let me see if you remember this line, if you recognize it from anywhere. The title is God's in his heaven, all's right with the world. Do you know where that's from? No. Evangelion. Why? What episode? It's from, it's from, I don't think it's an episode. I think it's like one of like the weird taglines. One of the taglines. And like, oh. I was on like a bunch of merch. So huh. this guy, this guy, I forgot his name. Uh, I'll look it up. Hold on. His name is... My sister's Fugazi shirt. That's what his name. the fuck? Okay, but he makes like beat tapes. And most of them are video game or anime themed. And this one is a, is a beat tape that's themed like Neon Genesis Evangelion. So a lot of like the, the titles of the songs are, are kind of themed that way or like have something to do with the show or wait, is like it the, t- the title itself? Is it the really long one? Okay, there's, there's one a who bunch truly of, yeah, hates himself cannot love. He cannot place his trust in. There's other ones, yeah. Basically, there's stuff like that too. So, like, the two tapes that I have are "Gods in His Heaven," "All Is Right with the World," uh-huh. and funny enough, like the vinyl for that tape is half purple, half green, which I think is cool. Like for for Ava Unit, uh, which is dope. That's sick. Um, so yeah, it's pretty dope. And then the other one that I have from him is I, I hate how the title is so fucking long. Man fears the darkness, and so he scrapes away at the edges of it with fire. Dude, this and guy, like, I'm looking at his stuff now. God's in his heaven. That cover is like a blurry pic of Ray. Ray. And then he has another one, The Man Fears His Darkness. That's Miss Misato crying. The one Over I, the Kaji. One, the one I told you earlier, one who truly hates himself. It's Shinji behind a cross. He's not crucified but like it's his face yeah but then like he has other tapes called nautilus and they all have the final fantasy font they're ba- they're based on final fantasy oh this guy's cool yeah so he's like he has like these beat tapes that are like, well the the final fantasy tapes are more electronic like more like jojo's bizarre depression <laughs> this guy's kind of cool yeah, he has like most of like the Nautilus tapes are down tempo electronic, and then most of the Ava stuff is like uh, lo-fi cool. stuff. But he's pretty good. I think um, uh, he's he has a pretty cool like niche area that I found him in TikTok. I will say music TikTok does have some hits some from time to time, but you know, definitely <laughs> that's really where I find some of my music. But but yeah, so let, let's go get this um, this food together, and then we'll come back. All right, be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Um, we both got our respective uh, food choices. Uh, Zoe, can you once again remind the audience what you got? All right. So I got some yakisoba noodles. And it looks good and it smells good now. Well, I was afraid because it comes with um, dry, veg- dry vegetables, spices, and sauce, which is fine. But the fourth packet is a packet of mayo. 
But it, it does smell really fucking good right now. Uh, mayonnaise has been just sitting in a pack forever. It just doesn't give me a good sign. I don't I'm know. Sorry. It smells good, man. What you get? Uh, so I, I can't pick it up because it's probably heavy. It's got a lot of water in it. But I got uh, beef-flavored udon noodles. It just got the vegetables in it. I I think if I had, like, maybe made some, put some, maybe, like, cooked, like, some beef myself mm-hmm. and then put it in here, it would be way better. But it's just going to be, like, the flavor of udon, which kind of sucks. But hopefully it's, it's weird. It smells good, though. But we'll see. <laughs> All right. So, so go ahead and take your, take your first bite. Bon appetit. His is just like regular ramen stuff. Mm. If you if you don't like people eating on camera, I suggest you look away. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> that is so good. Really? Yeah. I think you could barely taste the. The the mayo, yeah. But we're, we're really like, it's like the spices that came with it. It's really good, almost like hmm. Cool Ranch, but not Cool Ranch. I don't hmm. know. It's really okay. good. I'm I'm a digging okay. while 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 you do your little review. Okay, let me do mine. If you again, if you don't like watch people eat on cam, you feel free to you know look the other way. So this basically just tastes like a thicker version of ramen to me. It's like udon noodles. It would have been way better if I had like cooked like some beef myself, like maybe like some steak, like steak, little steak cuts. That sounds just put it in here. I feel like if I, I feel like if I was like to make like a meal and like wanted to make like a, like an Asian meal and really spice things up, I would probably just like buy this and then go get like some meat and do whatever I need to do and then like put it in here to make it look more i guess upscale than it really is but it's like i'm eating ramen it reminds me of college i've been eating ramen in so long honestly <laughs> the way this feels feels like you know top ramen but the, i don't know the tastes really good i'm not gonna it lie. feels like we're it feels like we're back in johnson dorm eating ramen during christmas break definitely <laughs> but it's pretty good and i don't i would love to go to japan and eat real yakisoba now yeah, that that's definitely on the horizons when once stuff starts to you know get back to normal, which I don't know if it will, but you know how that works. But but right right now if, right now I feel like I feel like Baji. <laughs> Eat the yakisoba. Yeah. R.I.P. to the guy. Spoiler. Sorry if you weren't haven't watched T.R. yet. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yeah, so I guess. Me and Zoe will probably just finish this food out uh, off camera, but that's all the time that we have for today. Uh, make sure you guys go follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Nostalgia Plus Ultra is the name, at Andre Alonzo 17 Also, be on the lookout for 
YouTube channel having the vlog episode on there. Make sure, you know, check that out. Just see if we're our first attempt at vlogging. So yeah. uh, just, you know, give us some feedback if we're going to do any a, resident. We're going to do another one for Supercon. And definitely whenever we go to Japan, we're going to do one. Yep, definitely. So, you know, be on the lookout for that, that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'll see you guys next time. My name is Nostalgia. As told by Zoe, we'll see you Peace. guys next time. Peace.